0: Hey y'all, Caroline here on our first episode of Living Proof. I'm so excited to bring this um, platform to you guys um, and I'm so excited to see what happens through it. So it's been on my heart recently to dive into scripture kind of publicly and share my journey through scripture um, with... um, just my friends and family, and it's uh, something that's just been on my heart for a while now, and I decided, okay, well, let's roll with it. Let's see what the Lord is trying to do, so Living Proof is that platform. I um, am super passionate about reading the gospel and reading the Word of God um, just because it's so easy nowadays to get wrapped up in believing um, how the people around us define god and the standards and definitions that we as humans have identified with christianity and with the lord um and the truth and the reality of that whole thing is we have to seek out truth in the bible like we have to go to god's word and read it and we have to seek counsel with the lord and actually have conversations with him and ask him quite literally god how do you want me to see you lord like how do you want me to uh, perceive this situation? How do you want me to respond in this kind of environment? Instead of depending on definitions that people around us, our environments, or our situations assign to God, um, that's not that's not how this whole relationship with the Lord thing works. We have to seek it out. We have to talk to God. It's a it's about a relationship with the Lord and um, reading his word. I mean, we have the Bible, right? And it is um, one of the closest things to the Lord. And we should seek counsel inside of it and read the stories and hear what the Lord has to say and, and watch the miracles and learn from them. Um, there's so much good stuff in the Bible. So anyway, living proof is... Um, living proof is going to become a platform where I just share my journey through the Bible with you guys. I spend a lot of time um, weekly, daily, in the evenings reading scripture and spending time with the Lord um, personally. And I decided, okay, well, I know that there are so many people that maybe don't dive into the Bible, um, but love Jesus and and just just haven't, you know, dived in. And, um, if I can share my journey through the Bible, then maybe I can inspire or encourage somebody else to open up their Bible and not be as intimidated to read it as maybe they once were. Um, there's a lot of stuff in this book. And if we don't, you know, if we don't be intentional about how we read it and what we're reading and, and, um, kind of how it's interpreted. I mean, it can be incredibly overwhelming, so this is just an opportunity for us to read it together, if you will. Um, I want to share the stories that I'm reading about, how I see them, and um, kind of just pray on what the Lord is trying to share with all of us through um, these events and stories and things that just happened to Jesus and the disciples and the people within the Bible. So, I want to open us up with prayer. If you're listening, I'm so excited you're here. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to read your word. Thank you so much for um, a life where we can pursue you relentlessly. Um, Thank you for um, just abundance of grace and just being constant and consistent in all of life's trials. Even when um, sometimes the flesh throws pains and it's hard to get through, God, you are there constantly. Um, Thank you for your word. Thank you for your son. And I just pray that our hearts could be open to receiving your word um, tonight and that we may learn from you, God, um, impart on us wisdom to understand your son better and uh, your promises better, Lord, because they are abundant. And uh, in your name we pray. Um, Amen. So. Tonight we are reading um, in Matthew, Matthew chapter four. We're going to read the first part of chapter four, so verses one through eleven. I love this story. Um, this is so. This is Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. Um, New Testament being the second half of the Bible, obviously, where Jesus comes into the picture. Um, Jesus saves us, right? And uh, it's it's just the story of Jesus, his life. Um, and it's awesome. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. All those books talk about Jesus and uh, his story and, and um, just kind of his journey, right? And uh, in Matthew, just to kick things off, I want to read the scripture to you guys and then we can talk about it. And, and and maybe I can share what's on my heart about this scripture and we can break it down line by line and see, okay, well, what is God actually saying? Um, just for reference... Uh, the kind of, I'm reading the, an NIV version of the Bible, um, so if you're reading along and our versions are a little different, that's why. Uh, it's not NLT for me, it's NIV. Okay, so let's just dive right in. This is chapter 4 in Matthew verses 1 through 11, um, and it's titled, Jesus is Tested in the Wilderness. Okay, so here we go. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Oh, Lord, I love this passage. I love the fact that um, Jesus was flesh, y'all. Jesus was the Son of God, right? So God came down um, in the form of flesh. And um, being of flesh, you and me, like, we're tested on a daily basis. And Jesus was not, like, Jesus was not... um, what's the word exempt of that when he was on earth with us jesus was tested and this passage and so many other passages in the bible are evident of that and the devil like was using every weakness he could find and that's what the devil does he finds our weaknesses and he grasps onto them and convinces us that we need his supply to um, solve our weakness so like let's dive in, right? So Jesus was hungry. He had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. The devil was like, hmm, you need food. You've been fasting. Go ahead and turn these rocks into bread, God. Go ahead and do it. Or Jesus, turn these rocks into bread. Jesus was like, um, no, because I'm fasting intentionally. There's a reason here and um, I don't need to survive on bread alone. In fact, it's impossible for me to survive on bread alone. Um, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God is how I survive. Then the devil was like, "Hmm, okay, that's interesting. Well, prove to me that the angels are going to take care of you. Go ahead, jump off this cliff and make the angels catch you, so that you don't hurt your hurt your body falling to the ground." And, and Jesus again is like, "Listen, buddy, don't test me. Don't test my Father. Don't do that. That is what is written." Um, and then Satan was like, "Oh." I will give you everything, Jesus. I will give you all that you can see. Stand on this super tall mountain and um, everything below it I'll give to you. And you know what Jesus said? Jesus was like, I'm done with you. Get out of here. Get out. It is written, worship the Lord Lord your God and serve him only. Then Satan left. I don't know. For whatever reason, I just love that picture. And this passage is just so relevant especially today and like every day for us um because it's so it's just so relevant to our lives right like we are constantly tested we are constantly in situations where like we think we're we think we're at our wits end like we think we need somebody to to swoop down and 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 give us an easy way out or like provide a shortcut um we're constantly tested and uh, we're constantly put in situations on earth that just kind of don't make us. Um, what's the word? We're, we're constantly put in situations of tension, I guess. And tension is so evident in the Bible too. Like there's tension in Scripture. There's a there's a fight and a battle for our souls, right? Like there's two there's two sides. There's the Lord our God who defeated death so that we could one day be with Him, right? And then there's the devil, Satan who would do anything to hold our souls prisoner so that we couldn't know the love of Jesus. Um, Those are two sides. There is a real war going on for our souls and for our salvation. The devil would literally do anything to prevent us from spending eternity with the Lord one day. Literally anything. Just like he says in this passage, all this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. He promises, quote-unquote, the world if we just succumb to Him. It's just crazy talk, honestly. It's just totally crazy. But I love this passage, and it really was just, it spoke to my heart, especially this evening, because I'm reminded of just how easy and how frequently we are tested as humans. We live in a world where a war is going on that we can't see. It's like the spiritual war of Satan trying to win over our souls and God trying to protect it, Um, trying to protect them. And it's like, we don't need it, right? We don't need to give in to the devil. Um, Jesus was hungry. Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. I'm sure he wanted a piece of bread. I'm sure he wanted a glass of water. Like, I'm sure that Jesus could have used some physical sustenance. But he said no, you know? If I'm going to get it, it's going to be from my father. It's not ever going to be from you, Satan. I will never take bread from you and I will never have to prove who I am to satisfy you. I am Lord. Like I am the son of God. I don't need to prove to you by turning stones to bread that I am, that I am who my father says I am. No, 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 no. I am the son of God and my sustenance and substance will come from him. The word of God. That is such a bold statement and then the devil's like go ahead and throw yourself over this rock and let your angels catch you if you're so powerful and i love this i can almost hear the attitude in jesus's voice like he's getting real fed up he's like listen satan you're wasting my night i'm tired i've been fasting leave me alone he's like it is also written do not put the lord your god to the test i love that do not put the lord your god to the test you don't test god right like you don't test god um which is all that satan is doing here he's wanting jesus to prove who he is and jesus doesn't have to prove that jesus is who he is jesus is the son of god a savior sent to die on a cross to take the weight of our sins so that we could have eternal life with god the father like that's crazy the wage of sin is death and without jesus The wage that we should pay is death. But God so loved the world that he sent his only son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Like, what a promise, you guys. What an incredible covenant and promise that we could be with God again one day in the land that he intended us to live in. Like, that is crazy. That is amazing. And I'm just completely baffled by Satan's attempt at getting in Jesus's way. Like. How dare you think you can test Jesus? How dare you think that you can just test the Lord and just walk on the scene and say, Hey, Jesus, I know you're hungry. Why don't you feed yourself some rocks? Uh, No, the Word of God is what I need. Thank you. I will never give in to your temptation because it will never satisfy my heart. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, And it also just goes to show that sometimes, let me back up. Sometimes I think it's hard Especially for people who are coming to know the Lord sometimes it can be hard to relate to the Lord if you're just entering into a relationship with him like and I think growing up This was kind of the norm for people especially as little kids God was always envisioned and illustrated as this big abstract king like the man in the clouds or the man in the sky And he took care of everybody, but like he was really big and abstract and pursuing him could come across as really overwhelming just because like he's God and that's a huge statement and and so I think it's easy especially if you're you're coming into your relationship or walk with the Lord to get overwhelmed with can God even relate to me you know like that's a big question and that's a big thought that a lot of people have and I know people have wrestled with like can God relate to me? He created the heavens and the earth. How could he possibly understand what I'm going through? How could he possibly relate to my situation and my my emotions or my sadness or my grief um, or my flesh? Like how could he relate to that? And I love what um I love what is conveyed in this particular passage to address that fear of not being able to relate to the Lord and not believing that, you know, God understands our feelings and can relate to us or just understands where we are because he loves us right like I love what this passage does because a it reiterates that God became flesh right it's Jesus who's in this passage it's Jesus who's speaking it's Jesus who's confronted by the devil Um, God became flesh so that in itself should be kind of a response to the first part of that fear of being overwhelmed with can God actually relate to what I'm going through God became flesh and um, we are of flesh so yeah Jesus felt and God felt um, God feels Jesus continues to feel like we were made in the image of God um, we were created by the Lord in the image of him and um, we have emotions God has emotions and um, so heck yeah Jesus felt and Jesus was tested just like we are on a daily basis I know so many people including myself I like sometimes it feels like life just doesn't stop and it's just we're constantly on this roller coaster of ups and downs and ups and downs and and trials and tribulations and and praise moments and like oh my gosh this super low rock bottom point in my life maybe financials aren't working out the way I need them to work out or like and maybe this relationship isn't working out or this marriage isn't working out and all this stuff and it's like man I feel so tested I just feel so overwhelmed with sometimes the negativities in life right like because there's so many of them um, and we get in that headspace of can God even relate does God even see can God even hear and um, does he even understand that my te- my flesh is being so tested and I'm hurting so badly and this passage does such a beautiful job at showing that yeah Jesus was tested like it wasn't all roses and dandelions for the Lord like he came on earth to fight a battle that we would never win and this is evident of that like satan showed up in the flesh and was talking to jesus like hey i can give you everything that i think you need it's not what you really need but it's what i think you need all you got to do is give me your soul all you got to do is prove to me um, your loyalty all you got to do is bow down and worship me um, Jesus was tested, like super tested, and that's evident in so many other passages in the Bible. Like um He's not so far, our creator is not so far from His creation that He completely forgets um, how our flesh reacts and responds and and just um it lives like He's not our creator is not so distant from us as His creation from understanding Our feelings and what's important to us and what makes us upset and what makes us happy and what kind of sets our soul on fire like God is not so distant from us that he does not see that he does not feel that I mean heck we were made in the image of him of course he understands and just like Jesus was tested we're tested and I think the hope here and the truth and and the the promise in this passage, passage specifically Is that each time Jesus is tested it's a resounding no like back off devil back off Satan I see what you're doing I recognize you I see what your offer is I see what your intentions are and I'm telling you square in the face no I know who my father is and I know what he says and I know what he holds to be true and I also hold those truths in my heart I know who my Lord is I know who my father is And every time Jesus is met with temptation, that's the response. No. Have you met my father? He's the king of the world, you know? Um, I think there's so much hope and um, truth in those responses that we should note and we should pray about and um, apply to our lives, right? So when we're tested, we're going through trials and tribulations and just really, really, really hard moments. Um, I think we we should be like Jesus was here. They're like, hey, devil, do you know who my father is? Do you know who my daddy is? He is the creator of the heaven and and the earth. He made me and calls me child. How dare you think that you can sneak your way in and convince me that his grace and his love is not enough? How dare you? Do you know that my daddy created the heavens and the earth? Are you aware of that fact? There is no hesitation in Jesus' Jesus' responses either. There is no, Jesus paused and considered Satan's offer. No, 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 it's immediate. Jesus answered, Jesus answered, Jesus said. Jesus commanded Satan away, get out. And I love that. As soon as he did, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil fled, and angels came and attended him. We're never alone. In these moments of being tested. We're never by ourselves. Um, angels came and attended to Jesus and I wonder what that moment looked like. I wonder what I wonder what the conversation was between Jesus and the angels that came to attend him. I wonder if it was Jesus are you okay? We saw what happened and we want you to know that you're so loved and 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 God is not um, God didn't ignore any of that. He was there and he saw you and and he was pouring strength into your heart to be able to tell Satan to get the heck out of here. Um, Like I wonder what that conversation was like Um, because God didn't leave. God was there the whole time. Um, He was there, right? He was there and um, he came and he checked on him after all of this. I don't know. This just spoke volumes to me and, and on so many different levels. And I think the big takeaway is when we're tested and we're going through moments because we're going to, we live on earth and like I said, there is a spiritual war it is a spirit there's a spiritual battle going on and the battle is not determining whether or not we could spend eternity with the Lord that's already been won that's declared our victory Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins so that ever who whoever believes in him and calls him Savior gets to spend eternity with God and Jesus it, like that that victory has been declared But there's a massive war and battle still going on here on earth for our souls because Satan hello evil he wants us so badly he doesn't want us to enjoy the love of God he doesn't want us to enjoy God's grace he doesn't want us to spend eternity with the Father he doesn't want any of that for us Um, and he tries to weasel his way into situations where Um, maybe we think we need to prove our worth or maybe we need to, um, succumb to, um, a need that isn't really a need or we need to like, or maybe it's our pride and we think we are deserving of more than what we actually are, right? Just like Satan approached Jesus like, Hey Jesus, you're hungry. Here's some food. Hey Jesus, prove to me you're as powerful as you say you are. Hey Jesus, you want everything? You're the king of the world, right? Here, let me give you all of this. Satan tries to weasel his way in and give us what we think our heart needs. But the reality is our heart is overflowing. If we've accepted Jesus Christ into our hearts, like there's an abundance of love. There's an abundance of grace. There's an abundance of, I choose you every single day. I choose you. You believe in me. You believe in my son. You believe what he did for you to save you. That's it. You're in, you win. Congratulations. Like that's it. And that scares the crud out of Satan because that means that God won, right? God won. That victory is declared and Satan's not okay with it. Um, I think we should take to heart how Jesus responds in situations where he's tested on earth. Um, Being quick to understand who we are in the Lord. Being quick to respond back with, I'm a child of God and my God, my Father, sees me as precious and chosen and loved and how dare you try and address a need that is not a need, right? My needs are satisfied. I may not understand how they're being satisfied. They may not be satisfied in the way that my flesh thinks they should be satisfied, but my heart knows that God is taking care of me. He is always taking care of me and he is working everything to turn out for my good because I believe in him. I am provided for abundantly. My heart is overflowing with the love of God, with grace that I was you know you and I are completely undeserving of like oh my gosh but my point here is there is nothing that the devil or anything other than God could provide or give that could come anywhere close to the riches and abundance that come from the love of our Lord and Father there's just nothing there's absolutely nothing man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of God Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. God demands all of us. And isn't that the way it should always be? He made us. We are created in the image of our Father. We are his. Vessels built to worship and to proclaim him as Lord. Why would our hearts, why should our hearts stray? How could they stray? We declare Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's it. Fiend, the end, period. I wanna close this out in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for just allowing us to just dive into Matthew um, today and just hear the truth in what you say about being tested, Lord, by the devil. Like, that response from your son is so powerful and it speaks volumes to us as your sons and daughters, Lord. You say, like, I'm enough. I've always been enough free. I've always provided. I've always been abundant. Um, You've never gone without. You've always been okay. I've always taken care of you. Um, I'm enough and that is so true and evident in in your son's responses to the devil. It's like, no, 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 my father is it. I don't need anything you could ever Promise if you want to call it a promise. If you, you could ever say you give me Satan. It's not worth it. It's not what I want. Go get out of here. Flee. Leave my sight. Um, thank you for this picture of your steadfastness and love, God, and and just, um, just thank you for the image of the rock that we should all really focus on standing on, God, because, like, we get tested all the time. We're a flesh, and, like, we recognize that there's a battle for our soul on earth. Like, the devil wants us to not spend eternity with you, Lord, and we know that, um, but we can and we get to and that's the promise that you made us lord we declare your son as our savior and believe that he died on the cross for our sins so that we could be with you one day god we get it like we get to be with you forever we get that connection with you lord it's directly straight to you i get to have a conversation with you right now right here and declare you as my dad like that is a promise that can never be broken or taken away from me and there's nothing that the devil could provide or promise or guarantee that would ever be comparable to the love and the light and the truth that you have given me through your sins. Jesus Christ. Um, and I just pray that that we are just filled with strength and courage to be bold in the face of testing and to be bold in our responses to um kind of the negativities of the world and and instances where our faith might waver, God. I just pray that you you write you let us rise up in your son's name and just be strong and and hold true um the, to the promise, God, of who you are, who you say you are, and who you say we are, y'all. Uh, Lord, we are your children. You call us son, you call us daughter. We are made in the image of you, God, and you are strong and you are courageous and you are bold. Lord, help us to be as well. Um, It's in your name we pray. Amen. Y'all, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so excited to continue living proof um, with you guys and to continue sharing my journey. As I read the Bible and I go through it, I can't wait to share with you um, what I'm reading and kind of what I'm getting from it. I hope it's bringing you value. Um, And my prayer tonight is that you stay strong in um, the face of temptation. And when Satan tries to knock on your door, and promise you something that you think you need um, I, I just pray and my my hope is that you seek out the Lord and um, you hold true to who he says you are because you are um, you are worthy you are loved you are deserving of abundance and um, you are a son or a daughter of the Most High and he chose you to be here and he um, sacrificed his precious son's blood so that you could be with him forever and that is huge and nothing the devil could provide is um, worth more than that or even comparably worth anything to that, like just nothing. Um, Thank y'all for being here and, and stay tuned for more of Living Proof.